Okay, so Be'ezus Hashem, we're going to jump in. Thank you so much for joining from all around the world. What a privilege to have one of my Rebbeim and Mashbiim and dearest friends in the world, Reb Shlomo Katz, joining from Efrat. And to all the Yidin joining wherever you are, thank you for being with us. And there are more people coming in. We're just going to allow them to to enter as we as we continue. So, B'Siyat HaDashmai, we're going to continue our series on Sicha Saran. And... As I said a bunch of times, and I continue to say again and again and again, we have siyata deshmaya. We always do. But with this particular series, it's the strangest thing. If I would know how the plan of the future shiurim in the series would fall out, I would literally know the future. Mamish, the way that it aligns again and again and again with exactly the circumstances that we're experiencing in this world, the different Yamim Tovim, okay, those we could a bit plan, maybe that's a good way to start <laughs> to figuring out where all the other Shirim go around the Chagim. Um, but Hashem is giving us a Matana again and again and again in a way that I could never have planned it. So today is one of those strong, when I, I started to learn the piece and I started to look, okay, what are we going to teach? And I looked at it and I said, this is literally, literally what we need to what we need to hear, what I need to hear, and I'm sure it will resonate with so many of you as well. So I'm going to share my screen so we can see the teachings together, and we'll jump into it all b'siyata deshmaya, and b'schus all the chayalim and all the yoshvei Eretz Yisrael and Jews wherever you are in the world that we should we should know peace and we should know faith, and that's what we're going to learn be'ezus Hashem together now. So let's first take a, take a look at the teaching from Sicha Saran where we're holding. This is Sicha Saran 80, Ois Pei. And the Tzaddik says like this. It says, Rabbi Nachman, Shusiyah, Ganeleinu, B'nei Adam, Yeshlem koyach lemnoya ulahasis es ha'adam, l'rachkoi me'avoydas ha'boyre u'mitzadeke emes, yoyser min ha'yetzer hara. Which is a pretty long rambling sentence, which means human beings, have a greater capacity to hold people back from serving Hashem and from connecting to true tzaddikim than the Yetzirah could ever dream of having. Now, ordinarily, we think of the Yetzirah as the embodiment, we spoke about this in previous year, the embodiment of all the negative forces and all of what we're dealing with and, ch- and challenged by. And we say the Yetzirah is, um, is really the force that's that's put into us, injected within us to hold us back from serving Hashem. Says Rabbi Nachman, human beings have a much stronger influence on whether or not their peers are going to be able to serve Hashem than even the Yetzirah can have an effect on that person. And he explains, Ki when it comes to the Yetzirah, ein lo rak The Yetzirah is only rooted in one particular spiritual realm. And so the Yitzhahara only has limited strength, strength that it draws from its particular place within the spiritual system. In accordance with its particular strength, depending on which spiritual world it's from, that's the aspect of the way in which the Yitzhahara will come into a person's life and prevent them and prevent them from... Second. Right, so that's the way that the Yitzhar will enter into a person's life to prevent them from serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to compel them to act in, in ways that are not aligned with the will of Hashem. Only in accordance with the specific spiritual realm that the Yitzhar is rooted in. 
But we know from the Sfarim Akdashim, from the Nevshachayim, particularly in Shar Aleph, that the human being is called Klalias. He's called the sum total of all of the spiritual worlds. That's what it means, Tselem Elohim. We contain within our physical and spiritual makeup all of the different spiritual realms, from the head, from the very, very highest level of the Giloy, of the revelation of divinity at its outset, all the way, all the way down to the lowest realms. The human being is the sum total of the whole system. That the human being is encompassing every spiritual power there is, every aspect of all the spiritual realms. The Alkane, and therefore, when a human being seeks to prevent someone else from serving Hashem, it can be far more powerful than the Yitzhahara could ever be. The Yitzhahara's force is only rooted in one particular angle. But the human being is, is the whole system. All systems go. All the switches turned on. Very, very intense. Very intense. So, Reb Nassin, it's a mistake here, it says Hamakdavar, that's what we learned two years ago. It should say, Lukuti Alachas Hilchas Mila. Um, Hilchas Mila Hey. I believe it's Aishchaf Aleph or Chav Beis. Reb Nassin says the following. And he really explains what this means. What exactly is Reb Nachman talking about? Human beings are more powerful than the Yetzirah. What does this mean? So Reb Nassin brings a Pasuk, and I looked at this Pasuk, I said right away, this is Mamish for our time, for what we're dealing with. Shema Yisrael Atem Kravim Hayoyim LaMelchama Aleveichem. When there's a Melchemist Mitzvah, when Am Yisrael are going out to protect, are going out to protect, not just Yidin, but are going out to protect the Jewish spirit in its entirety. Aleveichem on your enemies. And the psukim that are well known, the psukim tell us al yerach levavchem, the chas v'shalom, the soldier's heart should not become worried, weak. Al tiru al tartsu do not fear and do not tremble before them v'chulu. And the psukim go on to give each and every soldier and Am Yisrael collectively tremendous strength, tremendous chizuk, tremendous encouragement. So Reb Nassim brings from Chazal. A comment on this particular pasuk. This way that the pasuk begins with the words Shema Yisrael aren't just, it just so happens to be that this is how, I believe the Kohen was addressing the people, would say, Shema Yisrael, Atem Malchama. You know, you should listen to this. And it's just Stam, just, he happened to have chosen these particular words. Say Chazal, these two words, Shema Yisrael, are a reference to the fundamental declaration of faith that each Jew says multiple times a day, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Aleikeinu Hashem Echad. This is what we live and die for. To be a revelation of this clarity in the world that there's only one creator and that the whole entire world is unified by that spiritual presence of the creator within creation. Chazal zoom in on these two words, Shema Yisrael, and they say that there must be a correlation between the chizuk that we're giving to the soldiers and the chizuk that we're giving to the Jewish nation as a whole and this declaration of faith, this Shema Yisrael that all of us say.
So Chazal say, If the Jews only had, the only merit they had was Shema Yisrael, that's already enough of a reason not to be afraid. That we're protected. That we have this protection. We're plugged into something much deeper, something beyond. Says Herb Nassim, what does this mean? This is as has been spoken because it's a long piece. And he says like this. And over here he's basically commenting on this teaching in Sicha Saran and he's explaining it. Ki ikra pachad haben adam. The primary fear that we have of an enemy, haben adam, a human enemy, shuhu bal that the human being is capable of choosing freely, when a person is facing an enemy, when a nation is facing an enemy, there is certainly the immediate risk and the immediate crisis of physical well-being, right? We're under attack. We need to protect ourselves so that we can live securely, so that we don't have to fear putting our children to bed at night, not knowing what will be in the morning. That's, that's just, that's number one, right? That's priority number one. And that's what's going on now in Eretz Yisrael. That's what's going on to a far lesser degree around the world. This is why we fear enemies as a nation. This is why we're afraid. And this is why we go to war. But says Reb Nassin, in as much as there's more to life than physical existence alone, in as much as ultimately, and we speak about this all the time, in as much as the reason we're really alive in the first place is that we were sent to be beacons of Amuna in the world, to be able to live with a lit up consciousness, aware of a Kodesh Baruch Hu's presence, aware of the MS of the Torah, aware of the fundamental goodness that we seek to share with the world. And that's our mission and that's who we are. And that's really what life is about. Says Rav Nassim, there's a far greater threat than the threat of physical pain. Or loss. Says Reb Nassan, ultimately, you know what's really going on with this war and with every war against the Jewish nation? What's really going on under the surface is a battle of emuna. Is a battle of potentially feeling pushed into yush, into despair. Says Reb Nassan again these words, Ki ikr ha-pachad. And Reb Nassan knew, you know, in his general lifespan, certainly within the 100 or 200, two, uh, the 50 or 100 years before Reb Nassan came to the scene, they understood what terror looked like. They understood pogroms and they understood persecution in a, in a way that maybe today we're just beginning, Rahman al to be able to understand the way that they, they lived for hundreds of years this way. And that's why it's such a shock to the system because it's like we thought we were done with this. We thought that the world had moved on. It's 2023. It's a modern age. These are pogrom-style attacks. But this is the way that they lived. This is the way that they died. So says Reb Nassim, amidst all of this 
challenge. Ki ikar hapachad, the primary thing that we ought to be so worried about, and this is something that all of us can do, irrespective of if we're on the front lines in one way or another, if we're mamash hachayal, suiting up and, and going out to the front lines into Gaza, or if we're in Eretz Yisrael, or if we find ourselves in Chutz La'aretz, wherever we are, this is the front lines for our own experience of this Ace Tzarehi Liyakov, of this challenging time for the Jewish nation. This is something that we all ought to be aware of. Ki pachad, that the primary pachad mepnei asoyne aben adam shu bal bechira hu rak machma sheyesh loy koyach lahatois chas v'shalom because the human being has the capacity to sway the mind of a person. Das ha'adam min ha'emes from the truth. And I would say the truth of Netzach Yisrael lo yeshaker. That's under attack now. At least it is in my life. And I'm sure that many of you are feeling the same way. When 100,000 people march in London, in a major metropolitan city, 100,000 people march a, a few days ago for a cause that we understand is fundamentally at its core a, a complete ignor, ignorant understanding of, of what's going on here. A hundred thousand people. And to me, you become over, at least the way that I've been feeling, is overwhelmed in my weaker moments by this feeling of despair, by a feeling of like the, the game's over. It's like, what are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do? The world is against us. The world is against us. How can we convince them finally that all we ever sought to do, all we ever did do, and all we ever would love to do is to bring a message of peace and consciousness to humankind? How, how, how are we supposed to get that message across? How are we supposed to? So you fall into this yush, like it's, it's like not even worth it anymore. It's not even worth it. It's a die. And we forget, I should say I, because this has just been my experience. I don't know if some of you are feeling the same way. But I've exp- I forget this declaration. Netzach Yisrael lo yishaker. Am Yisrael chai la'ad netzach netzachim. We're rooted in the earliest, earliest, earliest place within the whole system of creation. Bishvil Yisrael shenikru ureshis. And we are what makes it to the finish line when all else fades. When all else falls away. But being under attack in such a way means being at risk, chas v'shalom, of losing hope. Of losing hope. And that's Ikara Pachad. Because that's not just something that relates to a couple of, of, of particular people living in a particular place or even in Yerushalayim or other places, they say it's business as usual, it's just life. You know, we're far away from where, where rockets are falling. This is something that relates to every single Jew, whether you're in Eretz Yisrael and where you are in Eretz Yisrael or wherever you are all around the world, this is something that we're being accosted by. And this is something that we need to battle against, each of us in our own life. So Rav Nassim says, But a person who remains deeply, deeply rooted in the truth, in the truth, that it makes no difference how many voices are shouting the truth down. The truth is the truth is the truth. Emes me eretz titzmach. Truth comes from the earth, 
the earth is there forever. It's, it's, it's bound up with something that's just, it makes no difference how much you try to scorch the earth or, or burn the earth or stab the earth. The earth is just there. It's all we've got. That's MS. Svas MS Tikon La'ad. Truth lasts forever. Nasan Lano Tairas MS, the Chaye Oilam Natabasechenu. Akadish Baruch is implanted in eternal truth within our hearts. We know our connection to Eretz Yisrael. We don't need the world to recognize it. And no matter how many hundreds of thousands of voices shout that somehow the only people that has any kind of claim, actual claim, to a place in the world is the Jewish nation and Eretz Yisrael. We read about it in this week's parsha. long before any nation settled anywhere else. They don't own the world. Ukrainians don't own Ukraine. This is Hashem's world. And Rashi told us this in the beginning of Horatius, and we're reading about this now, There's in, in, go as far back in history as possible. There's only ever been one people that were so focused on one land that they believed and felt and knew had been gifted to them by the only one to whom the earth belongs. And that's you and that's me. And this is our land. This is our place. So it doesn't matter matter how far they want to go back in the recent decades to 48 and before that. And the Zionist, Zeloha and Yan, this is our heart and soul. This is our heart and soul. This is our identity. This is our mission. This is our message. So it makes no difference how many people are, are shouting this down. A person that's rooted in this truth. And a person doesn't forget. Don't get dragged down by the news and this and that. Again, it makes no difference. It's that's not where this whole thing is at. It doesn't matter. The BBC and the CNN and, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. A person that looks toward the tachlis, and is rooted in that so that no matter what is said and no matter who is saying it and no matter how loudly, persons rooted in the MS, so then I'm winning at life. And I'm going to say this, and Ezra Hashem, I've been speaking about this a little bit in the previous year. Chas Hashem, Altev Tachpela Satan, it shouldn't cause any kitchug. Hashem should protect every Jew in the world. If I'm winning at life, then I'm winning at death. If I'm winning at life, meaning to say that I'm living plugged into this awareness, so then I'm, I'm ready to be killed for it. Because this is my identity, this is who I am. And if I don't have this, then I don't have a life, even if they allow me to live in some other guise. It, it's just, it, it cuts to the existential root of why I am in this world in the first place. So for that, I can be taken out of the world. And that's still victory. Not just still victory, it's the pinnacle of victory. It's the pinnacle of victory. In as much as I'm not allowing being accosted by external forces of evil and by claims and challenges against my very identity, and I'm rooted in the MS, Hashem Li. So, Laira, Mayasa Li Adam. In as much as my identity is protected, that's what Li means, and I'm rooted in the truth, so then. 
Everything else is just is secondary because the main battle has already been won. And as much as we do not allow ourselves to be swayed from the MS. How could it be what Chazal say? I'm not sure if Chazal say this. It doesn't bring a source. I think he might be referring to the Rebbe himself. He says, Rabbi Seinu. You can refer to Rabbi Nachman in plural also because he was the collective of many other tzaddik, Rabbi Shem Bar Yochai, and the Ariya Kadesh and the Baal Shem. Maybe it is Chazal, I don't know, but over here he brings what Rabbi Nachman seems to say. Shemi Bal Bechira, that a human being, kashali he not sell Yoyser Mechayis Rois. It's more difficult to escape from before a human being than it is from wild animals. It's brought in the Zara Kadesh about this. And the Zara says in his language, so strong, Probably referring to Yosef being thrown into the pit, which is Parsha's Vayesha, my Bar Mitzvah Parsha. Better, says the Zara Kaddish, to be thrown into a, a goiva royas, into a, a lion's den or a den of snakes, or into fire, and scorpions, most dangerous of, of wild animals, and not to be given over into the hands of, of Sanoi, those that, that hate you. Once a person is taken into captivity, Rahman al-Atzlan, Few are those who are able to survive that. Kaddish Baruch Hu should return all the captives in good health and good spirits. In the context of Reb Nassim, he's not, it's not Chas Shalom a curse about people not getting back alive, but fundamentally to be able to hold on to your faith in humanity, to be able to hold on to some kind of, of belief in, in some message of goodness that you still devote yourself to channeling to the world, better to be given over into the hands of wild animals. Says Rav Nassan, I don't understand. In simple terms, near it, it would appear, certainly wild animals, lions, and, and snakes are much more ferocious than human beings are. Depends which human beings you're speaking about. But at least on a simple level, right? Nechashim and Arias, I mean, you choose, right? Person, you want to be given over into the hands of, of other humans or to thrown into the lion's den. I mean, a lion is, is a lion. It's a wild animal, creature. And if a person would have some kind of incredible bitachon that Hashem will do a miracle and save me from these lions... So then, certainly the person has reason to trust and rely on Hashem that Hashem will save him from, from people. That aren't as ferocious and as fierce and as cruel as lions and other wild animals. But he explains. It's not physical pain or suffering that we're worried about here. The main pachad from other human beings who machmas inyan hanal is because of this that we can be swayed by them. We can be confused by them, by their actions, by their words, by their messages, by the sentiment that they communicate in saying, look how powerful we are, look how weak you are, look how we're able to do what we do. 
Where is your God? As he's going to quote from Tehillim, where David HaMelech says, that's what my enemies are telling me. Where, are your, where is your God? He says, The main, main cause for trembling and fear. It's because of what we discussed. Because how do we escape from suffering? We escape from suffering, not by somehow finding a way to live a remarkably comfortable life, because suffering is baked into the DNA of the experience of being a human being in this world. Adam Amal Yulad. There's pain that's that's unavoidable. That's unavoidable. No matter how wealthy a person is, no matter how comfortably a person lives, no matter how secure a person lives, this life is full of Yusurim. How do we get out of that Yusurim? How do we deal with challenging situations? Says Reb Nassim, the only way is emuna. The only way is having the broadest, broadest perspective, looking upon the tachlis, the ultimate goal, the purpose for why we are in this world suffering. Not why are we suffering. Why am I alive? And thus, by virtue of being alive, experiencing experiences of suffering. When a person has their eye on the goal, on the tachlis, that the whole purpose of being sent into this world is to live an activated life with consciousness and awareness that the world was created and that every circumstance is for our best and that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is most present in the places where he appears to be most absent. If a person lives with that consciousness, so then you're, you're saved from suffering. doesn't mean that everything will go smooth in your life, but suffering is avoidable. But then, there's more pain that we experience and encounter in life. And again, we comfort ourselves. When we draw Torah from every experience. And we're able to sense the messages that Kodesh Baruch Hu is sending us. And the love letters that Hashem is whispering to us. It's objectively there. Subjectively, the question is, do we choose to be aware of it? If we're aware of it, so we get saved. Because we realize and recognize that the pain is, 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 is mamish HaKadosh Baruch Hu bringing the whole world toward its tikkun. It's birth pangs. There's something bigger happening here. And I don't live for my security. I, I, I live for Him. I live for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. To be Megala, the Shechina in the world. To remember why I'm alive, what this whole world is about. But Reb Nassim says, it's not so simple. But it's, it's a big Melchama, it's a big war. Because what about, okay, one little, you know, challenge a person has or something difficult or something goes wrong in life it's one thing a person needs a little bit of chizik to be able to overcome and to approach it with emuna. but if you get pounded again and again and again and again and again for years and for decades and as a Jewish nation long outside the context of this particular realm of Jewish history which we call the state of, of, of Israel and our experience in Eretz Yisrael now 2,000 years of being pounded 
pounded and pounded in ways that our generation, again, maybe is beginning to get an inkling of. You read about what was going on in, the, in Ukraine, the Chalmaniki massacre, what that was and what, they, what went on there. Thousands and tens of thousands of Yidin slaughtered in the streets in pogrom after pogrom after pogrom for decades like this. Totally defenseless. Totally without, without any, any means of this worldly protection. Not even Shomrim. They didn't have it. For, certainly not in any kind of army. That nothing, nothing. Katevach Yuval. Mamish, like sheep to the slaughter. Defenseless. So says Rav at a certain point, it's not so simple. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu sent the Baal Shem Tov Dafka to the world and he's resending in certain very deep ways. He's resending the Baal Shem Tov to the world now in our times. Not in the form of a person, but in the form of a, of a revitalization of the Hasidic spirit, both in Hasidus and across the board, the, 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 the spectrum of Yiddishkeit. HaKadosh Baruch Hu sent the Baal Shem right at the end of that point in history, and just as Jewish history was beginning to slide down again, Chas Shalom until the Holocaust, to give us an injection of the faith that we were beginning to lose. Not as an individual, because there are individuals that lose faith all the time, and there are individuals who rediscover faith all the time. But if you read the history on a mass collective level, Am Yisrael was beginning to give up we were beginning to give up. People walked around, bent over, doubled over in pain. And again, it, the, the primary pain wasn't the pain of, 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 of being kicked down in the street and, 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 you know, and beaten with a club. That was the outside pain. The inside pain was a sensation that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has forsaken us, that the Jewish enterprise is over and that we can no longer muster any spark of hope that the world will one day reverberate with the sound of the messianic shofar. That was what Am Yisrael was experiencing. That is what we can potentially, chas v'shalem, fall into now. At the very, very end of time, the last minutes till dawn, till mamish dawn. That's what's going on. That's the primary war. That's, that's the primary battle. Says Reb Nassim, when you get hit like that again and again and again and again, kama, kama pa'am in pa'am achar pa'am, achikashalei lamed b'nisayayin. He says, we can't, we can't stand up to this nisayon anymore. Like Kabbalah kol ba'ava kara'oi. To accept everything with love, with consciousness, with awareness that HaKadosh Baruch is giving it to us with love. So take it with love. Ulahamen and tenosha akal nitzchis that HaKadosh Baruch is mamish running the show in such a deep way and that everything is culminating in the most beautiful, beautiful, harmonious way in ways that we cannot imagine, in ways that we cannot see. Same thing for all the struggles that we experience in our own personal lives. And how many times we fall, and how many times we try again, and how many times we try to work on this Indian and Sagate Nish, and it's not going, and we redouble our efforts. And we, so how many times is a person able to muster the strength to stand up and make a, a, a new beginning the thousandth time? It's very hard. It's very, very, very hard. That's something else we're experiencing today in our generation. 
This challenge of being able to find the strength to dust ourselves off and to get up again and to make a new start. And whatever it is, Shmir Seinayim, Lashon Hara, whatever area of Avodah Hashem a person's working on, this is our challenge. We're getting beaten down by Gashmius and Baruchnius. But the main thing is not the pain that we feel. The main thing is Chas v'shalom, not to lose hope. Not to lose hope. When a person overcomes this challenge and we stand up again and we recognize that the effort is the main thing and there's something fundamentally worthy about trying the best that we possibly can and whatever our circumstances are, and this happens again and again and again. So then he fell, right? In the beginning it was fine. But then he sustained again and again. It's too much. It's too much. All of the suffering that Eov was going through, still he was able to hold on until That was the point. The point wasn't just to eradicate him physically, but the point was to push him to such an extent where we lose our, our morale. We lose our spirit. Then we've lost the war. Because that's what the war is about. This is not a couple of Arabs. This is the Sour of Yishmael. That's one of the two major klipas that is there to prevent Amn Yisrael from living in an activated state. Yishmael and Esau. And they both do this in their own way. They both do this in their own way. That's the war that's taking place now. In its most zoomed out broad perspective. After everything that had gone on, so then Eev started to started to talk in in a, in a way without Emuna. After everything, everything that Eov had been through and getting up again and then being pounded down again and then finding strength again to stand up with confidence and emuna, until finally he was, he was swayed. And this is what it means that the Yitzhahara is not as strong as, as the human being is. When a person is faced by human enemies, this is the fear. This is the fear. This is where the war is. Because other kinds of challenges, it's hard, it's challenging, it's difficult. We can still hold on. There are things that happen in life Okay, they happen. What can you do? We know it's Hashem. It's clear that it's Hashem. And we can find the strength to, again, make a new start. 
We can draw down novel Torah ideas that give us strength. And he says a very beautiful thing. Through this that we console ourselves, we have the greatest consolation in the world. Nachamu is Nachamu Ami. Double Nachama. Because what a, what a privilege that, that we're, we're still awake enough that we have what it takes to give ourselves Nechama. That's the biggest Nechama in the world. That we still have Emuna, And through this we get out of the Yisur in the first place. We say, I'm not even suffering. HaKadosh Baruch who's running the show. And we see things clearly. And we carry on full speed ahead as much as we can. Because if a person is drawn into the pain, so the pain itself just grabs onto him and drags him further. You let a little bit of consolation into your heart, it breeds more consolation until you're free. And even a person who is not able to find novel ways of understanding what's going on in a deeper way with Pneumius HaTorah. Could find something that's written in a safer somewhere or a shear that's being given, that's being learned. Torah from someone else that gives you the sweetness again of the capacity to start anew. Not to lose focus. This is also called Chidushe Torah. When a person is attacked in the form of other humans, and they're the ones causing the challenge, the pain, the suffering. And thereby, whether consciously or subconsciously, but the subliminal message is there is no hope for the Jews. That's the subliminal message. And I would say that those who are actually attacking in a physical way in Eretz Yisrael, not B'Tselem Adam anymore. It's not called Adam. And this is not genocidal language dehumanizing human beings. This is human beings choosing to dehumanize themselves. This is not what it was in Nazi Germany. You know, when, when we took Chas uh, the Nazis took a, 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 a very um, civilized, wonderful people and sought to dehumanize them so that they could wipe them out. This is not what's going on. That's not the same thing. This is not the same thing at all, in any universe. People that behead babies and that, that burn people alive, they've dehumanized themselves. That's not Salam Elohim. And I'm, I'm saying something, again, I hope it's understood in the right way. That is not the Iker war that's taking place. I, I know that that's where our brothers and sisters are, are literally being literally Meiser Nefesh in a way that I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. But that's not the Tzalem Elohim that's, that's battling the Jewish nation. That's animals that are, that are battling the Jewish nation. The Tzalem Elohim that's battling the Jewish nation and I think is causing the potential for us to really lose Chas Vashalem and we're going to win. But the theoretic potential of Am Yisrael losing is the hundreds of thousands of Tselem Elohims that are marching in the major cities of the world who can give the Jew a feeling of hopelessness and doom even if 
Our physical well-being is not in any threat or peril. That's not the primary. It doesn't matter because that's we're not physical beings. We're, we're spiritual beings in a physical body. In as much as our spirit is under attack by people who are Tzalem Elohims with hundreds of thousands and millions of YouTube subscribers and TikTok followers and all this other stuff and public opinion is such that we don't feel that we can walk in the, in the streets of the world proud with our head held high and we're losing pride? That's chas v'shalom, pachat p'chadim. Because the implications of that are is far more. The implications of that chas v'shalom, that is something, that is something, that is something. We can lose it. We can lose this whole thing. We can lose the thread of history. Chas v'shalom, if we give up. That's the mulchama. We can lose it. See, he says, when human beings stand up, and want to cause us to, to, to lose focus on like who we are and what history is all about and where we're headed and, 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 the, and the Torah and, and the MS and the truth. That's really challenging. That's a huge nisayon. It's so difficult to stay with encouragement. Not to give up an iota of what we know at our core to be true, irrespective of whether the nations of the world recognize it as such or not. It's tough. An animal just wants to do damage. That's what a lion wants to do. It wants to tear the person apart. No, it's one thing. No lion in the world, if you were pushed into a lion's den, is now standing with a look of cynicism on his face trying to convince you that Hashem has forsaken you. Bite, help, help, bite a person's leg off. Okay. The, the primary thing of the person is not a leg. But the primary thing of a person is Amuna. And that's what the human being alone is uniquely capable of chas v'shalom robbing from our collective soul. When a person is attacked by, by human beings, they stand upon a person to, 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 to cause him to suffer, and the worst thing is, is that laced into their messaging is a, is a, is a, is a, is a moral message, is a philosophical message, is a religious message that's meant to cut at our core and to cause us to become cooled down like a malik. Like David Melech says, that it's not enough that they're trying to murder my limbs. My enemies are disgracing me. And they're saying to me, again, whether they say it in this many words or not, or whether they verbalize it, but this is what it, this is the message. The whole day. You're the chosen people? Where's your God? You have the truth? Why does the whole civilized world stand up against you?
V'chaim b'kama p'sukim. And the same shows up in many psukim and tilim. And that's what makes it so difficult for us to find encouragement. Again, to take such immense pride in who we are. And like I mentioned, I think two weeks ago now, right in the beginning. Not to lose faith. I spoke last week about this. Not to lose faith in humanity. And I spoke three times ago, not to lose our essential compassion on the world. To still seek to bless the world. To still seek to carry the legacy of Avram Avinu, who was promised by Kaddish Baruch Hu, that the whole world will be blessed through you. Not to give up on that either. Not to crawl into our shell and not to say, well, they don't want us. You know, what can you do? Keep adding light. Keep adding light. Keep adding light. Keep smiling at people in the street. It makes no difference what we think that they think that we think that they think of us. A good morning, goodwill, kindness, openness to the world. It's the only way you fight darkness with light and light alone. And light alone. But it's hard. We can become so confused by everything going on. We ourselves don't know what we believe. We ourselves don't know what we stand for. We ourselves start to lose track of what's happening here. And then irrespective of whether or not we have a very strong army to defend us, we've already lost. We're already biyadam. Because again, the only way to save ourselves from any frustration of any kind in life is is to maintain focus on the on what's going on here, on the tachlis, on the purpose of life, on the purpose of this world. These kinds of challenges make it more difficult than ever to maintain that awareness. Because their bitter words are their words of trickery, their words of propaganda, their lies. And the way that those lies are parroted again and again and again by thoughtless individuals who, even if they were thinking, can never fathom the depth of our nation's connection to this soil, this earth, this land. It can hold us back from, from everything in the world. And therefore, this is what Rabbi Nachman meant. Much more than any animals in the world are much more dangerous. Much more than any Yetzirah in the world. Much more dangerous. It's not simple. With this will finish. This is what Chazal mean, and this is what the Pasuk says. Shema Yisrael. Hear, listen, O nation of Am Yisrael. You're going out to battle your enemies. You're going out to war. Says the Heliger of Nas and Chazal themselves already made a correlation between these words Shema Yisrael in this Pasuk and the words Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad, which is again the fundamental declaration of emuna and clarity into, into, into the depth of what we're here to do as a nation, to reveal. That Elokeinu, which is nature, which is this world, is 
Hashem, all Yud Kevavke, Echad, it's all one. That's, that's, that's what we're here to do. Says Rav Nassim, this is how you read the Pasuk. Atem kreivam ayoyim l'machama aleveichem. You're going to go now into war against your enemies? There's only one way. Shema Yisrael. If we're connected to Emuna and plugged into Chizuk, then you have a chance. And then not only do you have a chance, but victory is certain. Shema Yisrael. If we're plugged into Shema Yisrael, which again is Emunah, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad, then Atem Kreivim Hayoyim Lamolchama Aleveichem. Then we're going to be successful. Where we surrender to the truth. And we, we feel HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence, not despite the fact that he's hiding himself, but specifically in that. In that. We say, wow, there must be something so good going on here for the Jewish nation that it's beyond us. It's just beyond us. It's so good. If it was just limited goodness, we'd understand it. This is something it's beyond Hashem is with us. Hashem loves us. HaKadosh Baruch Hu brought us back to Eretz Yisrael. Hashem is finishing up the last few stitches at the very, very end of this tapestry of time. This is it. This is it. Higanu. Banu at soif ha-doyres ve'idenu imach. Like Rabnasen says in the Likute Alacha, in the Likute Tefilas again and again. We're here. We've made it. Uvechal zayz. Shimcholay Let's not lose it now. Let's intensify our faith now. Let's not lose it now. If you have Shema Yisrael, remember what this war is really about. It's not about the news and it's not about the UN and it's not about you know the, 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 the ins and outs of, of the daily developments in this particular battle. It's about Amuna. It's all about Amuna. It was always only about Amuna, and it will always only ever be about Amuna. That's the main thing. Free will is always there. If we can encourage ourselves and each other, and to live with awareness of Hashem's love and presence. Of course, we know Echad is the gematria of Ahava. Hashem loves us. Hashem is doing everything for us, not to us. And He's suffering through it with us. And there's no reason to ask ourselves even for a second, Hayesh Hashem Berkebenu Im Ayin is Hakadosh Baruch Hu in our midst, or has He forsaken us? Like the Jews said, when Amalek attacked, that Amalek's whole thing was to cool us off. If we have Emuna, there is nothing to be afraid of. Of any enemy. And as much as we hold tight to Am Yisrael Chai, but not just Am Yisrael, the state of Israel is thriving. That's the thing. That if we're still here, that means he's still there. And that means that all the promises that were handed down to us in the Sefer of Devarim, that at the end of time, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will remember us and will bring us back to our land. 
That's what we're experiencing now. Am Yisrael Chai, Od Avinu Chai. HaKadosh Baruch who's alive and He lives within us and we're alive and the vision is alive and the blessing is alive and the mission is thriving. We're almost there. We're almost there. So if a person has that, Kulam Yichru V'Yiplu Lefanav, everything falls right and right before us. Even though the, the enemy is standing in front of us trying to fool us and trick us. Let's not forget who we are. We're descendants of David HaMelech. We're descendants of that great warrior of faith. And when he faced Goliath, which is something akin to what the Jewish nation is experiencing right now as Eretz Yisrael is a tiny strip of land. You look at it on a map surrounded by, we can't even imagine. It's, it's frightening to look at a map these days. It's, it's frightening. It's, fr- it's like, a, like, a, like, a, like a flea on a, on a German shepherd. I mean, it's, it's, David and Goliath is not even a good enough mashal. It's, it's more than that. Chas v'shalom. And we're descendants of David. And what did David say to Goliath? You come at me with a couple of rockets that you send over. You come at me with hatchets. And you come at me with AK-47s. You come at me with paragliders and fire. And I come at you with a heart filled with with an unshakable faith that has seen me through everything that the world threw at me and will see me to the finish line. I come at you with the name of Hashem. And as it's brought in the Helig we know that David Amal collected five stones and he slung them. What are these five stones? Shema. Yisrael Hashem Elikeinu Hashem and then Echad is binding them all together. These are the five stones. That's what the Zara says. David HaMelech fought Goliath with Emuna, with Shema Yisrael Atim Kreivam Yoyim Lamachama Al Tira'u. He fought with faith. He fought with spirit. He fought with clarity of vision. And he gathered these five words, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elikeinu Hashem, into the last word, which is which is Echad. Bound them all to all together. He bound himself up. And he bound himself up to to our perception of the divine to our understanding of our rootedness in the divine and our mission to channel the light of the divine into the world through goodness and decency and everything that's so beautiful about what it is to be a Jew. And he entered into a state of just nullification to that. And that's how he took down Goliath. That Goliath's intention wasn't simply to strike down a few Jews. 
But it was, like the intention of every enemy who seems only to want to strike down a few Jews, to push them away from Emuna. That's what this war is about. The Pasuk says that he stood 40 days taunting the Jewish nation. Chazal say to prevent them from saying Kriyashima. It was so difficult, and that was the pain. The pain wasn't a physical pain, the pain was that we were losing hope. And that's the greatest tragedy there is. For the nation of hope to lose hope, and we, we are the hope of humanity. We are the hope. Our message is the message of hope. We gave the world the prophetic visions of Yeshayo and Yecheskel and Yermio of what the world will look like at the end of time. We put that on the consciousness of humankind, concepts of utopia, the possibility of people really getting along. I mean, that's our message. We have to see it to the finish line. We have to see it to the end that we should lose hope. Chas v'shalom. Biggest tragedy of all. The biggest tragedy of all. It wasn't easy. It wasn't simple. Like we already explained, the human being is a whole different story. So it starts to convince us to think in different ways and to act in different ways and, and to believe in different things. Sha'ol, the great Sadiq Sha'ol, and all the other, I'm sure, great Sadiqim and all the warriors were afraid of this. Avol David HaMelech, little David, which is our generation. Our generation is David. It's the generation of, 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 of Malchus. It's the generation of appearing small and, and insignificant. A generation of Bali Tshuva. All of us have so much that we're working on and coming back. This is our dar. This is, we're, we are David HaMelech now. And we're facing Goliath now. But David HaMelech HaYegibar called Kach, he was such a warrior, where he decided in his mind, that if the whole Iran and Hezbollah and Jordan and Lebanon and everything, and Syria and everything in the world stands against Am Yisrael with the strength of all of their military might, with all kinds of weapons, weapons that we know about, and weapons we should never hear of. David HaMelech was a Gibor Chayil, which means he did not become discouraged. And he decided for himself, I will not give up until the last minute. I will not give up. And if that minute passes and I'm removed from this world and I bless every Jew to live long and happy and healthy till 120, I will still have one. That's the thing. I will still have one. I will have been a beacon of Kiddush Hashem in the world, like those Kedoshim are of the last couple of weeks. Kedoshim Elyon. Because they died fighting this fight. Standing up for Emes and Emuna Kol Zois. That's victory. And that's what each and every one of us need to work on now. This is the battlefront. This is the battlefront. Like Rabbi Nachman already said 180 or so years ago, Yidin, Heilige Jews, Zeit Eich nicht Don't give up. 
Ein shum yiosh ba'olam klahal. He knew what was coming. He knew what was coming, the Rebbe. And this is what he meant when he said, Ha'eshali, my fire took out Adbiyas HaMashiach. It won't go out because his fire is the fire of hope. This is the light of that tzaddik, hope. We need it now more than ever. And this is what Rav Nassim is teaching us here. This is how David HaMelech battled Goliath. I will not give in to discouragement. And he came out against him with the shame of Hashem, which is what the Israeli army is doing in Eretz Yisrael now. Hundreds of thousands of pairs of tzitzis and tefillin and, and the achdos. And the, I mean, oh my gosh. Look at what's happening. Am Yisrael is waking up. The Jewish state is more than a Zionist enterprise so that we can have our own army and have a little plot of land in the world so we can live in peace and we can eat a lot of sushi and watch a lot of Netflix. That, that's, not what, that's not what's happening here. Eretz Yisrael, Am Yisrael. Medinas Yisrael, what it could be, what it will be, what it is. Beyond, 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 beyond all the veneers that get in the way that cover up internal and external, we're waking up. Am Yisrael Chai, Od Avinu Chai. The Jewish story is alive and it's thriving. None of this gets in the way. Don't become discouraged. Battle with the shame of Hashem. Battle with those five stones. Shema Yisrael, Hashem, Alekeinu Hashem. Echad, Echad, Achdus. Chagar Masnav lihilachim kenegda b'shem Hashem. An shenitzchu v'hipilu tachta be'emes al-hideza. And this is what brought him to a true victory. Not just spiritually, but militarily as well, physically as well. Now you tell me whether this is not the most awesome siyata deshmaya that we just so happen to be learning this teaching now, and I just so happen to look in the sefer that I usually look in, which brings other sources, and he points me to this piece that I never learned before, and I look at it and I said, oh my gosh, this is the message for our nation now, this piece from Lukuti Alachas. This is it, Chevra. If we can hold on to this and we can encourage ourselves, Al Titia Esh, Al Titia Esh, don't give up, don't give up, don't give in, stand strong and proud. The Emes is on, on our side. And Svas Emes Tikan La'adva Adar Gialash and Sheker. Sheker looks big and mighty in the beginning, it fades away, it fades away. But the small little humble flame of a Hanukkah candle lasts all the way to eternity and beyond. Hashem should bless us that we should hold on to this emuna, that we should understand who we are. We're David Amelech. Stand strong. Stand strong. Goliath, nothing. The physical world is nothing. It's not. It's not who we are. Just little human beings. We're Nishmas Yisrael. Not a simple thing. Not a simple thing. We are the Yidden of this generation. We we are the Gibore Chayil. Don't give up. Redouble your effort, and I should redouble my effort to bring more light to the world. We're at the very end. This is the. This is it. I mean, we're coming to the very end, the last nisyonos in galus. Let's not lose it now. Let's not lose it now. On the contrary, that's my bracha to you. My bracha to me. We should only hear besuras tovos. Hashem should protect all yidden physically and also spiritually. And we should march back to Eretz Yisrael Be'ezus Hashem with hearts bursting full of joy and clarity and strength and, and, uh, and the whole world should get together because that's what we only ever yearn to bring to the world is goodness and goodwill. That's all we want. 
And, and it's confounding that they can't see that. It's confounding. But la'at la'at, we're getting there. Chazak Be strong, be strengthened. And uh, we should only hear good news. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you for joining. And thank you to Rav Nassan for, uh, for bringing us back to life. And, uh, and to Rav Shlomo also. What a privilege to have you with us. What is chus. Thank you so much. Um, and to everybody else who's joining, bringing light to the world in their own ways. Marit Siri over here. Unbelievable what she's doing um, with uh, the incredible kids podcasters. Changing the world. I'm telling you, every Jew can do it. Every Jew can do it. Every Jew is special enough to be able to find a way to bring light to the world. So let's do it. Let's do it together. All the best, Chaver. Thank you so much. See you next week. Thank you. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. Besurus Tav is only good news. Be'ezrus Hashem.